what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast or QDFPTBP Palindrome. Uh, for Friday, May 21st, 2021, 052121. Sounds like a TIE fighter call sign or something. Uh, my name's Quinn, and this is my show. And for the last time, uh, until the next time, we are coming to you live from Rogers Park, Chicago, in uh, the 1500 block of West Arthur Avenue. For all the loyal fans out there who followed uh, followed along uh, on our move from Beantown, where we, we started this show three and a half years ago, to the north side of Chicago... Uh, we are in the 1500 block of West Arthur. It's a quiet, quaint, tree-lined street with the exception of uh, one neighbor. I got to tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm scanning right now, doing a little recon of the area because I got my windows open and I don't want to offend anybody, but now would be the perfect time for our little tribute to Richard. Let me. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna go for it because I'm literally out of this apartment in 20 hours exactly. Uh, my my apartment unit is. I don't know exactly what these things are called, but basically, like, it's a. a let's just call it an apartment building. Okay. There's a lot of that can mean a lot of different things, but basically, there's six units going on here. Three high next to three high share a stairwell, so there, there's kind of like six apartments in a pod, and I'm up, I'm up uh, here on the second floor, and Richard lives one above me, and one over, and uh, boy, pro, talk about profiles and courage. This guy or the opposite of that. Well, it, I don't want to be offensive here. Okay, I don't want to alienate my veteran base, of which I certain there are plenty of you out there. Richard is a Navy veteran who is now a practicing family law attorney. Richard Broderick. B-R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K, like Matthew. Maybe distant third cousins. Have Has anyone, if you've ever, if anyone listening out there has ever met a third cousin in real life, which is where you share great-great-grandparents, that would be fascinating to me. Email us, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. Again, it's beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. So Richard lives one floor above me and on the other side. Um, and, and Richard is a Navy vet who is now an attorney, which is wild. Um, I didn't know Richard was an attorney until just a couple of months ago, although I've, I've known him the whole time that I've lived here, the whole two years. And... Um, in case this wasn't clear beforehand, I'm moving tomorrow down to Lincoln Park, um, out of this APT. And today we're basically going to be just talking about highs and lows, the memories, the painful experiences of living up here at, uh, 1506 West Arthur. But, um, Richard is a very loud individual and just, uh, speaks what's on his mind and speaks a lot. He's one of those people who, unless you just force your way out of the conversation, you talk to him for a solid hour. And when I mean, when I say talk to, I mean, stand there and go, mm-hmm, oh yeah, yep, 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's a little bit too much sometimes. When I first moved here and I would come back or leave the apartment, I'd try to be neighborly. I'd say, yeah, hi, engage him in conversation, whatever. And after, like, literally multiple instances of being stuck out there for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, uh, just listening to this guy rattle off. uh, The reason I'm surprised, one of the reasons I'm surprised he's a lawyer, I'm pretty sure I work for a law school, so I know a little bit. I'm pretty sure there's, like, uh, attorney-client confidentiality and privilege stuff, right? You're not supposed to, like, be going around outside of the courtroom, like sharing pertinent secrets and details, right? Doesn't apply to this guy. Um, he'll get you talking about his client, or he'll get to talking about his clients and cases and all sorts of just wild stuff. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to Bean Town Podcast. Number one, occasionally some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. It's moving day. Uh, tomorrow, we're moving out. Um, cue the Billy Joel music. But yeah, he'll just start sharing personal, intimate details about his clients and cases. And uh, that just, I don't know, that doesn't seem right. Richard is probably about 60 to 65. He's a very large man, um, balding. And the first thing you notice about Richard, before you even get to him, he's got two dogs. And we talked about him last week on the podcast. Maggie and George. We named a horse after him. I'm scanning outside again to make sure we're in the clear. Um, Essentially, Richard doesn't own leashes. And if you live out like in the country on a farm or something, I think that's probably okay. But Richard lives in the third most populated city in the country. In a residential area with a lot of dogs, other dogs, children, coyotes, um, marginalized ethnic populations, and other groups. And these dogs are friendly, okay? They're they're not, you know, running up to you and, and biting you or, or, you know, if that was the case, I would have taken my 12 gauge that I don't have and slapped them myself. But Richard, poor Richard's almanac, he's got his uh, collection of phrases that I hear, I would say on average, three to five times a day. Uh, doesn't matter if I have my windows open or not. Richard's voice projects. It, 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 if you pull up a Google map and you want to get like a radius going, you go as far east as like the western banks of Michigan, as far north as Lambeau Field, as far west as the Mississippi River, and as far south as... Uh, the Superdome, Mercedes-Benz Superdome, okay? I would say if you charted it based off of who can hear his voice, that's that's about the, the area that's covered. Um, and Richard has his collection of phrases. And because he don't he doesn't own leashes, his dog he just sits outside on our front steps. 
and the dogs just run around the neighborhood. And if they're still within eyesight, Richard will yell, Maggie, George, get over here. In that same tone, sorry, I got something on my tongue. Uh, I accidentally licked my Samson QTU microphone. Fuzzy. Um, in that same tone, the same cadence, and then after he's made his initial yell, which typically doesn't really do anything, the dogs just kind of do whatever they want, including poop on the sidewalk and, you know, in the space between the sidewalk and the street, the little kind of dirt patch, uh, whenever, and it's not picked up. So that's nice as well. Um, and then, so that's his first kind of collection. And it's always in that, that cadence, that, uh, that, um, order, Maggie, George, get over here always. And the same exact like voicing tone, intonation, timbre every single time. And then once he gets up, or once the dogs are, and I'm, you know, I can just, I do, I do this by ear, right? You don't have to see this. You can tell exactly what's going on. The dogs approach the person walking past or the dog walking past or the opossum or the marginalized ethnic minority, whatever it is. And Richard yells, oh, they're just vicious mongrels, like tongue in cheek, like laughing in order to kind of show the people that his dogs unleashed dogs have approached that he's got a sense of humor about the whole situation and occasionally it doesn't it doesn't work occasionally you get some very upset people either their dog is not friendly or you get people walking past who are spooked by dogs i saw one guy just take up just beeline into the alley his dogs chase him down the alley and uh, richard yelled at him the guy for running away. So apparently it's, it's like one of those nature docks where you, you see a specific animal and you're, instead of making a sudden move, you're supposed to move, you know, like quietly and, and basically let the dogs know you're there, move slowly, back away slowly. Like, so I guess you're not supposed to run from these dogs, which are, you know, golden doodles or something, by the way. And then, my favorite Richard moment, the last thing I'll say before we, we talk about some other highs and lows and memories of this Rogers Park apartment. Um, this was maybe in like December or January, all-time Richard moment. I'm sitting here. It's literally about 8.30 a.m. on a weekday. So I'm, you know, just got, got my coffee, starting work for the day. And they were redoing the interior stairs to our apartment. They had a, you know, the, the ownership group hired a contractor, whatever. And he was doing, I don't even know what he was doing, something with nails and power saws and drills, whatever. Okay. I'm not a, not a carpenter, not Jesus like, although I am in some other ways, long flowing hair, dark tan skin, hated by Jews. Um, it's about eight thirty, And this guy, his name is Juan. He's a contractor. He's doing stuff with the stairs. And all of a sudden, holy moly. Mind you, this is like 8.30 on Thursday morning. The world is just waking up. Richard comes barreling. And I mean that B-A-R-R-E-L-I-N-G, barreling. And I'm just hearing this from inside my own apartment, upstairs one flight, out of his apartment, and just goes off on this guy. And I, I, I trying to, it was a fairly brief 
altercation slash interaction. But essentially the conversation, what again, in Richard fashion, one-sided. This guy, Juan, said just about next to nothing. No, Juan is my property manager's name. I don't know what this guy's name is. Um, anyways, very soft-spoken. I could hardly hear what he was saying to Richard. But Richard basically says, like, I'm going to swear because we're, we're sticking to the transcript here, okay? So prepare yourself. F-bombs. Who the fuck are you? What the f are you doing? And then you know the guys responding like, oh, they you know they've hired me to do the stairs, or whatever. And Richard's like, you're gonna fuck them up. I don't know if this was racially motivated. Richard is white. This contractor was uh, Latino. And just yada on and on and on. And eventually Richard's like, you know who owns the building? And the contractor basically said, you know, the name of the group that owns this building and then richard's like you know who's in charge of the board and richard's like i'm in charge of the board and i don't think that's true but because i didn't think these things had boards but anyways just (sighs) this guy is insufferable and i mentioned you know 10 minutes ago and I started talking about this, how when I first moved here, like I would entertain Richard in conversation. It got really bad with COVID because Richard is very like anti-mask, anti-vax, like it's all a government conspiracy, that kind of thing. Um, and so for the last four or five months, I'm sure he's caught on at this point and that's perfectly okay with me because I just don't care to entertain it. If I know, if I see him sitting out there when I'm leaving or I see him, you know, when I'm coming home, like I whip. I was talking to uh, my friend John Paul Pendowski about this last weekend. Uh, we went and got a beer at Temperance in Evanston. And I was telling him all about this. Um, I will just whip out my iPhone and start the fake conversation, and I am not afraid to do it. I don't care. It, I like. I it. I think I'm a fairly. Although I keep to myself, I think I'm a fairly neighborly person. It's a good adverb. Um, or is neighborly is an adjective. Wow. L-Y adjectives. There's a Jeopardy category for you. Um, but I just, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. Okay. So under, if we're talking things I'll miss and things I won't miss, let's put Richard Broderick Esquire firmly in the category of won't miss. Um, I'm sipping a, a, a cocktail here i made myself because i'm drinking now the last what i have in my apartment um the whiskey buffalo trace i have never had but our uh, whiskey and ginger ale before although i suppose whiskey ginger is like a common cocktail right never had it never made it so i bought a, i bought some ginger ale at the grocery store this afternoon and uh i'm having it i i got one cup left well i have my water cup my jack link's uh, feed your wild side red cup and then I have my Rockford Ice Hogs mug and so that baby's been really pulling pulling its own weight this week because it's been doing double duty as coffee and cocktails coffee in the morning cocktails in the afternoon and evening and sometimes vice versa but uh, yeah we got whiskey and ginger going here that's pretty good got some ice it works um, speaking of the grocery store let's talk about things I'll miss and we'll kind of oscillate, a lot of, a lot of big words on the podcast today, um, oscillate back and forth. Uh, Devon Market is a grocery store at the corner of Devon and Greenview. 
the northeast corner of, of Devon and Greenview, Greenview here in Rogers Park, just barely in Rogers Park, across the street from Edgewater. I didn't really know about Devon Market when I chose this apartment, when I moved in. Um, and that's an interesting thing. Fun fact, not to get too far off topic, but this apartment I'm moving into tomorrow is the first apartment. This might blow your mind. I'm 26 years old. This will be my one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh different place I've lived since I moved out of home. Uh, this is the first apartment that I'm moving into that I have seen in person before moving in. How crazy is that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go through every single place I've lived. But, yeah, first place I've ever seen. But back to Devon Market. When I, when I was looking at where this place was located when I, you know, two and a half years ago, whatever, two, two years plus when I was deciding to sign, um, at, you know, living in Baltimore at the time, I knew the area okay because I lived in Rogers Park for a year and I was in grad school. But when I was up there, I was up, you know, closer to Moore, so more like central East Rogers Park, and this is like south East Rogers Park slash kind of south central Rogers Park, I guess. Um, and I just assumed like Aldi would be my go-to which the Aldi uh, around these parts in Edgewater is like Broadway and Granville, which is about three-quarters of a mile walk from here about, just about a mile. Um, but I then I discovered Devon Market, which is like a beautiful combination of the like large slash regular size grocery store like a jewel or something, it's much, you know, smaller than that, but that ha- has like everything you're looking for, but also kind of that small neighborhood vibe. You know, most of the people working there are either like Loyola kids or, you know, family owned and operated, that, that sort of thing. But it's a very, it's a big employer. They have a lot of employers there. They must do very well, which makes sense because they've got the goods. Um, but the one thing I got to say about Devon Market, because I, I mean, I could go on and on about how much I like it. Uh, the best thing, that bakery section, home, home cooked, home baked roll. You got rolls, you got, you know, dinner rolls, cinnamon rolls, you got turnovers. Uh, you got all sorts of rolls, a lot of rolls. Um, they even have some donuts. I've never actually gotten a donut from there, but all sorts of, of accoutrements and accessories, and that place is just, that bakery, unbeatable. So for anyone living on the north side, if, you ever, if you're ever driving down Devon Ave and you see Devon Market out of the corner of your eye and you normally would just bypass it, next time you're in there, this is not a paid promotion, park in their spacious parking lot, go in, grab some rolls, and get nuts with it. Okay, those things are delicious. Best part, not that I'm like running out of money here, but their gigantic dinner rolls, bolillos. You can Google Google that. It's B O, I think it's B O L I L L L bolillo. They are three for a dollar twenty nine, which comes out to forty three cents. If uh, 
my old man math still holds up, 43 cents a roll. And these things are the size, size of your heads. They are spectacular. Um, I will miss Devon Market quite a bit. Now on the uh, kind of, not on the flip side, that's not what I was going to say, but my new place is literally three, three doors down. Great band. I actually don't know anything about the band. I just know that they're a band. Uh, from the Trader Joe's down in Lincoln Park, which I'm excited for. Uh, I've never really done any shopping at a Trader Joe's before. So we'll see what's out there. Uh, but you, you, you go on BuzzFeed, and it's always like 10% of the articles are like, here's what's new at Trader Joe's, or you have to try this at Trader Joe's, or I can't believe you haven't tried this at Trader Joe's. It's a lot of clickbait, but there's the Trader Joe's right there. Up north, uh, just north of uh, Diversity on Broadway, we've got the Walmart Market, which I don't anticipate going to frequently, but it's there. And then they're opening up. Uh, Mariano is starting a new like mini chain. Uh, I don't exactly know what the vibe's going to be. I think it's more like cafe oriented, but they've got that going on too. Uh, so I'm excited for that. I'm I'm literally going to be in like the mecca of grocery stores. And not just like, oh, yeah, they're kind of close. The Trader Joe's three doors down. Walmart is a block over and then across the street. And then this new Mariano's thing when it launches next month is a block and a half west of me. All within four-ish minutes. So I'm really excited about that. Um, the location is prime. Another, another pro. I am cutting my commute down in half or so. In fact, I did it Thursday morning. Um, I was in the, I went into the office Thursday morning and actually I, I woke up at Rachel's and then I walked down in my new place, which is about a 12 minute walk. And then I timed the commute from the new APT to the office on average, probably 27 minutes, 28 minutes or so. Um, and I've got train options for days. I can take the brown line. I can take the purple line. I can take the brown and purple line to the red line. I can do whatever I want. I could take the 8 bus. I could take the 36 bus. I could take the 22 bus. I could take another bus, one of the Lakeshore buses. Um, I got options, okay? I was all in on the location. Uh, a con, I don't love the place itself. It's it's like a it's like a weird like brick like medieval castle kind of thing, which I know sounds badass and in a way it is. But it's just like it was one of those things where I saw it and I was immediately like, eh, I don't know about this. But then there were just a lot of factors that contributed to me doing it or, or signing it. Um it's quite a bit smaller than what I have right now, which is there's there's kind of two sides to this. Number one you know, it just is objectively smaller. Not as much space. You know, right now in this place in Rogers Park, it's about 750 square feet, which is a lot for one person. But, you know, I've got a spacious living room, a spacious dining room, a nice kitchen, a walk-in pantry, a back deck area. Bedroom's about average by Chicago size, but a good-sized closet as well. Normal-looking bathroom. That, I mean, that's just, that's clutch. This new place, you basically walk in and you're instantly in the living room as you walk in. And then the kitchen is like part of that. There's a small, like, I don't know the term for this, like a, a bar slash connected island. 
And then where you actually do the cooking is very, very tight in there, like just wide enough to open up the oven door. Um, but, you know, it's got the amenities. It has an oven, which is good. A microwave, which is great. I sold my microwave. I've been going microwave list for the last two and a half weeks, which I thought was going to be a little bit more of a, a pain, but I've been able to work around it. It hasn't been too bad. Um, and then off to the side of the living room under the stairs that go up to the unit above me is where the washer dryer is. And I was, when I was in there, oh, I should, I mean, add that to the pros list. Okay. Before I forget that was number one, uh, in addition to cutting my commute down was in unit washer and dryer. I am so excited for that. I am going to be so clean. You have no idea. Okay. Um, but actually, you can kind of, so you like open this closet, the washer and dryer is right there when you open the door, and off to the right, you have the space under the stairs, you know, Harry Potter style, and it, I was able to just barely kind of shimmy, because they're very heavy, it's the, you know, washer dryer on top of each other, just barely shimmy it enough off to the side to where I can squeeze in to that space under the stair. So two things going on here. One, it'll be a great space to have when my mom visits. Number two, it'll be good for storage. Okay. So you have that space, which is kind of nice because this place doesn't have much in the way of closet space. It's literally this thing under the stairs and then the bedroom closet. That being said, the bedroom, very good size. Um, I'm planning on, you know, having my dresser in there. I'm going to put a TV on top of the dresser because now I have two televisions. I'll probably put the piano in there. Um, cause we're gonna have to stick the dining room table in the living room. Um, oh, I should mention, well, let me finish this thought. The bedroom has a walk-in closet, which will be nice. I have a decent amount of clothes, but there's like even a lot more space than that. Um, so we're, it, we're going to be using it for, you know, just kind of random storage and I'll, I'll find a way to fill it up quick. You know, I got, you know, I have two suitcases, which is completely unnecessary. I don't remember the last time I traveled with a suitcase, Really, the only time in my life where I ever needed a suitcase was when I was doing the, like, you know, five-week road trips for Hopkins. Now, when I travel, I just take my duffel bag and my backpack, and that's I'm good. Like, even when I were going to the Dominican Republic in four weeks or something like that, five weeks, um, four and a half weeks, and I'm not bringing a suitcase. Like, I just bring my duffel bag. I'll be okay. So the, the bedroom is solid. There isn't a back, adding this to the cons, there's no back space, back entrance, anything like that. I'm right on the ground floor, um, right, you know, in the back of the apartment is the parking area, concrete slab. There is, add this to the pros, I hope, I hope someone's writing this down. Um, there is, I could have free parking. You know, when the apartment listing was advertised, like parking extra, you know, 150 or whatever, then I met my landlord when I got my keys about two weeks ago, this lovely little Greek lady who talks and talks and talks, um, like Richard, but nicer. Um, she was like, yeah, I know you don't have a car, but like if you ever get one, you know, free parking in the back, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't anticipate buying a car just because I have free parking. Because uh, there's still insurance and stuff to worry about. But it is nice if anyone ever wants to drive in and visit me. You don't have to worry about neighborhood parking, paying for parking. Like, just slide right into the back. So, add that as a pro. Not having a backspace kind of stinks. You know, right now I have that little kind of deck slash porch area. Which is great for, you know, hanging stuff out to dry. Or just chilling out, shooting the breeze. So, I am a little bit bummed about only having the kind of front door entrance. And that's it. 
What I was going to say about two minutes ago, there's a working fireplace in the living room, and my landlord is very excited about me using it and having full access. Um, so I don't know. I'm probably not going to use it until the holidays or something, but it's there. We had a fireplace growing up. I haven't had one, you know, in 10 years or whatever, but it's exciting. Maybe you could, maybe you could toast some marshmallows, make some s'mores with that thing. Uh, add this to the pros. There's air conditioning. Okay, folks, I, we haven't talked about it much because it hasn't been hot in Chicago for the last, God, nine months. It's been, May, May has been very, on the scale of, on the scale from hit to miss, it's been very missed up until about four days ago. We went from like oscillating between high 40s and low 50s to like 80 degrees and very muggy. And I got to tell you right now, outside, let's open up the weather app. It's 84 outside. This It's 545 on Friday night. 84 outside, which is pretty warm for Chicago. And then you add some humidity and everything is just like very sweaty. I mean, it's 88 in Austin, Texas, where Brother of the Podcast lives, Walt Furnace. And similar levels of humidity. New York, it's only 72. Well, it's going to be 90 the next two days. Wow, I'm not complaining. Yikes. Um, 81 in Baltimore. We're even hotter than Baltimore. 93 this weekend, both days in Baltimore. And you wonder why I left. Um, here's the thing, folks. I have not had air conditioning in this apartment since I moved in. There's no central air. I could have gotten a window unit, installed it myself, all that fun stuff. You know, hope it doesn't fall out the the window. I just decided I didn't want to do that. I wanted to save money and toughed it out the first summer, toughed it out last summer. I've got a good tower fan. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not even like, you know, I'm getting, I'm going to have an air conditioning unit starting tomorrow which is great i'm not personally like finally like i've been looking forward to this for so long because yeah i could have just any day of the week picked up an ac unit installed it whatever would have been over with um but there are times like last night i've been sleeping on the couch for three straight weeks not because i'm in the doghouse but literally i just i started doing it when my mom was here and then i just never stopped (laughs) been on the couch for three weeks um it was so gd hot in my apartment last night and it was only like 75 degrees outside but i it was just the air was just thick like lizzo thick um i had fans on well the, the ceiling fans in a classic quinn move packed things up a little bit too early should not have packed up my tower fan should have let that baby sit until tomorrow at 12 45 p.m when the movers come um I think I think we're going to suffer a, a similar kind of fate tonight. I think I might do a double shower to stay cool. I haven't even showered yet today. It's 5:45, but I think I'm going to I just really I'm feeling really gross right now. But I need to go out and pick up dinner. So I still have to leave the apartment one more time tonight, but I think I might just shower, walk, pick up dinner, get sweaty again, and then shower again. And you're like, "Quinn, are you crazy?" I'm like, "Kind of, but I just am like feeling real sweaty. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, I got to sleep, try to sleep on the couch again tonight with just the ceiling fan going. Long story short, I'm very excited to have um, air conditioning. I still think, you know, because I have such a good tower fan, I still think my air conditioning usage is going to be sparse. And because it just like, don't think there's going to be that many times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just can't do it anymore. I got to turn it on. And I still, although I make more money now than I did when I arrived here two years ago, I still like saving money. It's kind of my thing. Okay. Um, So we're going to, let's read some ads here. And actually it's a good natural break because I have to pee really badly. I, I pounded a large Dunkin' iced coffee right before this, and uh, now I'm feeling it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pause. I'm going to come back, going to read some ads, and then we'll finish up with, with parting thoughts. Um, I'm kind of, if you couldn't tell, we're really just improvising here. But these are just the reflections of a moving man, okay? There's a great, uh, great Arcade Fire song from... Uh, Neon Bible, is it? Modern Man? Go check it out. Give it a listen. If you don't know Arcade Fire, never too late to get into them. They are like the ultimate indie band. Okay, I'm going to go. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Here we go with our ad reads. Oh, and there was something I wanted to say, too, like five seconds ago, and I forgot. You hate to that. That's a good summary of the show, you know across our 180 whatever episodes there was something i wanted to say but i forgot so listen to this instead uh here are the ads however uh, hope pride oregon are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time well oregon listeners i got good news for you home pride inspection services in bend oregon is central oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling roofing plumbing and so much more home pride oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified so you know you're getting the good stuff if you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust you have to call steve at 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com again that's 541-410-0316 or you can visit homeprideoregon.com homepride inspection perfection i want to give a shout out to the samson q2u series and i am looking forward uh to the day when we can break out that second Samson and um, do an in-person interview here on the show. We have not had an in-person interview since uh, our Christmas special, I think, which is already six months ago or five months ago. Math is hard. Um, Hard to believe we did our our Christmas special with my dad. Um, We did the, uh, the taste testing. The blind taste testing, which was a lot of fun. And uh, I think we'll, you know, we'll continue in that sort of vein. Christmas specials like that, I think they're fun. You know, we get them on YouTube. We have the fans and friends involved. Uh, There's humor, trivia, laughter, love, and a lot more laughter. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Samson, great friend of the podcast, as always. From Genesis to Exodus, uh, Numbers, Deuteronomy, whatever, Pentateuch, uh, Ephesians, 
Jude? Has anyone ever read Jude? Not me. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. I think Jude's pretty short, right? It's like a paragraph. I don't know. Uh, last but not least here, um, and I want to give a, a quick shout out to a new, uh, a new listener of uh, the podcast, uh, my girlfriend Rachel's aunt, Kathy. Thanks for listening to the show. It's good to have you here. We're very happy to have you on as a new listener. And uh, hey, maybe, maybe you'll be our first in-person interview guest of the year. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. Okay? Give me a call. Uh, Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, only different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations here in Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, fauxhawks to flat tops, and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200, or you can email Cuts by Q at yahoo.com, and that's cut, it's Q-U-T-Z, by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. I got to tell you, um, speaking of singing... I did a little uh, Elton John cover um, of a song, a, a tune called Better Off Dead from his uh, biographical album, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, Cow, Cowboy, Cowboy released in uh, 1975. It's on my YouTube channel. It's not that special. It's a short song. You know, it's like two, two and a half minutes. Tongue in cheek. It's a fun one to play, though. So I learned it this past week because it's just been stuck in my head for whatever reason. And I uh, played it. Uh, speaking of family shout-outs, I also want to give a shout-out to my girlfriend's youngest sister, Samantha, who is walking across the graduation stage tonight. Congratulations uh, to Samantha on her graduation from high school. Big accomplishment especially in these COVID times. Sammy, we are very proud of you and eager to see what the future has in store for you. Okay. Um, Welcome back to the Beantown Podcast for Friday, May 21st, 2021. We're talking uh, about this Rogers Park apartment here at 1506. West Arthur Ave, 60626, great zip code. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit in passing, um, you know, towards the start of the show, but, the, you know, my new apartment is the first apartment I've ever moved into that I viewed before I signed the lease, which means if you're, if you're, if you're working on your deductive reasoning here, your logicality, if you will. That means I did not view this apartment that I'm in currently here in Rogers Park before moving. I literally saw the Craigslist pictures. When I lived in Baltimore, you know, I took, I took the job on a windy day in Kansas City, believe it or not. 
living in Baltimore but working in Kansas City at the time and uh, got offered this job. I said, well, there's a lot of hoopla back and forth, and I didn't think I was actually going to take it, but then I took it. Um, but then I needed – I mean, I took the job, and I needed to move a little over a month later. And so obviously I had to get right to work looking for APTs. And I knew I wanted to live up here in Rogers Park, um, knowing that it would be a long commute, but honestly knowing that, you know, I I was going to live by myself and I didn't want a studio. I wanted a one bed because I wanted space because I had lived in a studio in Baltimore, which honestly not a bad apartment, all things considered, but I just wanted more space. Um, and I knew that with my budget, the only thing that was really going to work with being on the north side, which is where most of my friends were living at the time, uh, they've all since gone away, which is really sad, but was Rogers Park. And so I said, you know what? Solid spot, not too far from the train, close to the lake. Um, and the interior was like, this seems like a big apartment for, you know, a thousand even, so let's take it. And my point here is all things considered, I got very lucky. Uh, it's been a good apartment. You know, some just like irritating neighbor stuff. We just talked about Richard. My downstairs neighbors just just pump like the <clears throat> type of music. But it's like Mexican music with just like a kick-ass beat. And I, I don't know what kind of, you know, TX3000 subwoofers they got going on down there. And there's no rhyme or reason. It's not like, oh, late at night, here they go again. It's like 2 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. In fact, I don't think I've ever, with the, you know, maybe like two or three times in this apartment living here in two, three year, er, in two years, I don't think there's hardly ever been a time where it's been like, oh my gosh, your music's so loud, I can't sleep. No, it's like 4.15 on a Monday. Here we go. It's like, okay. I mean, I'm trying to get work done, so that sucks, you know, with work from home. But, uh, you know, between that and Richard, like, otherwise, the neighbor issues, not bad. Uh, This apartment allowed me to get my first ever couch, a free couch from Craigslist. And I'm going to give a special shout out to brother of the podcast, Jack Furness for uh, helping me lug this couch about a mile. And also a shout-out to to a a neighbor who lives um, on Greenview, north of Morse, who lent us, as she saw, us struggling to haul this couch, just the two of us, a mile. Um, She lent us her, like, moving dolly, basically, which was very helpful. But uh, it was a very hot and sweaty night in June, and my brother Jack helped me carry this couch, and I'm taking it with me. We're bringing it to uh, down to Lincoln Park. One casualty is not making it. Lazy Boy Recliner. I'm looking at it right now. I picked it up by myself, actually just about two blocks away from me, hauled it pretty heavy, um, you know, up the stairs and everything. Well, down their stairs, up my stairs. And uh, I'm going to take it out to the alley tonight. And uh, it's a solid chair. It's just one of those things. I mean, it's it's very old, very worn, but still very comfy. My mom took a nap in it. Um, just one, of, just a casualty of moving into a smaller space. And that's okay. Great chair. 
Hopefully someone hopefully someone picks it up and has use for it and doesn't go into a landfill. And I'm hopeful because just the other night I took my bed frame out there, you know, disassembled and the wood slats and those went separately. So people, you know, found those probably just, you know, scrap sellers, whatever, but someone's making a profit off of it. That's great. Um, I took like, I had like this little metal, almost like grocery, not grocery cart, but just like try three, three layer, three level, like wire thing where you can just like put groceries. I had, you know, I'd been in my pantry the whole time I lived here and I, uh, it basically just like hung clothes on it because I have such a big pantry. I didn't need it for food. And I was actually going to take it to the new place. But then first I tried to disassemble it and it was so like stuck together. I think I bought that right when I moved to Baltimore that I just, I couldn't get it unstuck. It was like, okay, pain in the ass problem. Number one, number two, because I've been like hanging clothes, it was actually really like crusted with salt and sweat and stuff, which is, you're like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it is, which is why I took it out to the alley, and someone grabbed it. Next, you know, next morning when I went out there, someone had already taken it. Great. Probably, again, the metal scrap sellers. That's okay. Someone's got to make a profit in this town. Um, so, yeah, I don't remember how we got there, but downsizing, for sure. And, yeah, we got movers. They're coming tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock. I'm going to wake up in the morning, go for a little run. Nothing quite as extreme as last week's 20-miler. Probably just like, I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. i got to try to do it early because it's going to be hot tomorrow. We, we, I think we've officially gotten to like summer 5 a.m. run modes. I've gotten lazy. Now when I wake up in the middle of the night and it's like 5 a.m. on a work night or whatever, I'm like, oh, how could I ever wake up and go for a run like this? Well... It's going to happen tomorrow because it either happens that way or you go out too late in the morning and all it takes is all it and maybe I need this to happen. But all it takes is one run where you went out too late and you are just like dehydrated as fuck and you are still way too far from home and you're like, what on earth am I doing out here? All it takes is one of those for you to have no problem waking up at, you know, 5 a.m for the rest of the summer on Saturday long runs. So we'll burn that bridge when we get there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the new place. Definitely going to miss this one, get on this, some nostalgia. Lots of things I like about Rogers Park. I, I'm going to miss just how it's a little bit more quiet, a little bit more laid back. You know, moving down to Lincoln Park, I'm still living in a, the the street itself, while it's a main fair, is not particularly crazy busy or anything like that. But it's just a lot more congested, densely crowded, or densely populated down there than what I'm used to. Um, so that'll that'll take some getting used to for sure. I mean, I haven't lived in Lincoln Park since I was 20 years old, so. We're coming back. I'm coming home again. Oh, I'm coming home again. Maybe we can start again. I feel like that was a like a giant song that you never hear anymore. Maybe it's just because I've been living inside quarantining for 14 months. 
but like I feel like you never hear that song. Um, it is weird, you know. Lived in this apartment for just a couple days shy of 24 months, and 14 of them were lived in COVID. If you're doing the math at home, that's seven twelfths or like point five nine or something. I don't know. I can't do long division. But um yeah, it's weird. I was excited when I got this place, even though knowing that I was, you know, far from the majority of my friends who were living, you know, Lincoln Park, Lakeview, etc. I thought this would be like a great party pad. You know, I have a lot of chairs here, a lot of space. I have a television, which I'd never had until I moved here. Um, I got a little back area. I thought it was just going to be like a sweet hang spot. And then most of my friends left the city, which was a bummer. And then COVID happened. And so kind of just been kind of just been slumming it up solo. I don't have any friends in Rogers Park. Um, so in a sense, you know, when I, when I leave tomorrow, there's, it's definitely going to be a little sad, um, because I like it up here. I feel like it fits my, my vibe, my personality. You know, I've got my businesses up here. I like to support, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, just like knowing that I don't, you know, that we're coming out of COVID, coming out of, you know, so much time spent alone inside, um, you know, knowing that this will allow me to be closer to, you know, although I I don't have a huge social network here in Chicago right now because people have kind of moved away, um, but just knowing that I'll be closer to those people who are in my social network, including my lovely lady, girlfriend of the podcast, Rachel Ramos, um, you know, all that stuff. It's good. Okay. It'll take a little bit of getting used to new places, smaller, and I just don't love it as much as I like this place, but, um, you know what? It is what it is. And times they are a changing. Okay. I thought about closing today's show with, uh, Anthony's song, I Billy Joel, but then I decided that I can't, I can't massacre another great tune today, okay? Again, Better Off Dead on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. So rather, I'm just going to, you know, if, you, if you're like, oh, yeah, that's a great song, Moving Out, Anthony's song. Um, if you haven't listened to it in a while, go check it out. You don't need to hear me play it. You know what it sounds like, but you can go listen to it again because it's great. It's a classic song. You hear it on the radio all the time. But who listens to the radio these days? I used I, my alarm clock doubles as a radio. I used it the other night to listen to a Cubs broadcast when I was disassembling my bed frame. Um, and that's something I always tell myself I should do more is listen to the radio because I legitimately love the radio, um, especially AM radio. But I hadn't done it in so long. I do have like one of my bookmarks on my Google Chrome uh, browser on my laptop is 670 The Scores live stream. And more so during Bears season, um, I will tune in to you know, Dan Bernstein on weekday mornings. But otherwise, I don't really do it. But anytime I'm traveling uh, and you know, driving, road tripping, whatever, dude, like everyone else that you got your aux cord or your Bluetooth or Sirius XM, whatever, fancy schmancy, 
give me some AM radio, okay? Or if I'm down in the South, let me find some sermons, okay? Old school, baby. I would get a car just for the radio. And that's like partially a joke, but also I will just like go drive for two hours if I have free time and just listen to the radio because that's what I like to do. And I don't feel weird about it. And I have free parking. I don't even have to drive. I'll just go sit out in the car and do it. Okay. Part of me thinks I don't actually have to buy a car for that. I could just borrow someone's car. So if you're listening, you know, beantownpodcastyahoo.com, et cetera. We've already talked about that. Um, that's what I got for you, folks. I want to uh, thank everyone who has supported our show for the last three and a half years. Um, And I want to say farewell to this place, 1506 West Rogers Park, not West Rogers Park, West Arthur Avenue, 60626. Um, And uh, to new beginnings. Okay, raise your glass. I got to refill my uh, whiskey ginger here. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do for supper. It's my last dinner in Rogers Park. It would be fitting, last thing I'll say, I promise, then we'll get our music going. It would be fitting to go to this Eritrean place, Den Den on Clark. The reason being, when I moved in here two years ago, a friend of the podcast, been on before, Stephen Boy, helped me unload my stuff. And then first we went out, we got a drink at Dino's Bar which is the northwest corner of Clark and Devon. It's like Russian-owned or something like that. Uh, First and last time I've ever been in there. Really weird. Their happy hour is like 1 to 3 p.m. I just feel like that's not really the crowd I want to be vibing with. Um, But then for supper, we we walked along Clark uh, for a while, and that's when I first started to get a sense of how Dilapidated is too strong a word, and I don't mean to be negative about it, but just like a little bit run down Clark is up here in Rogers Park. Um, and eventually we went to Den Den Restaurant, which I think is what, like Clark and Albion, something like that. It's Eritrean, which is similar to Ethiopian food. Um, and we went there and pigged out. So it'd be fitting for me to go there, but excuse me. I've never gotten the... Uh, East or East African cuisine to go, and I don't think I want to. You know, I want the like traditional injera, sitting down, unbuttoning your pants type experience. So, I don't know. I might go get Chinese or something. Unclear. I got to figure it out. It's already six fifteen p.m. Um, but folks, that's what I got for you. This has been Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast, and when we come to you next week provided our internet is functioning. I went a whole week when I first, when I moved here without internet. I've got a Comcast appointment set up for Sunday morning at 8 a.m., which is like aggressively early, but I also just want to do it, okay? Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. That's what I got for you. Let's get our outro music queued up here. You know what? When I do the whole thing where like this show ends and I launch a show on a a, a different like platform or whatever, it's probably gonna be called queued up. Okay, and I don't feel bad about it. 
or we could just make it a new segment because Beantown Pod, the Beantown Podcast will never end. You have to kill me first. Hopefully when I die, it's not because someone killed me and I just kind of die, but TBD. Uh, let's get our outro music going here. We're going to come in at under 60 minutes so it doesn't look so bloated, okay? Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Wish me luck on the move tomorrow. My name is Quinn David Furness, and this is my show. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay sane, and I will check in on you next time from a brand new location. Bye.